Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Take a Walk Podcast. Me, me as your host, James. Um, hope you guys got your tennis shoes on. Maybe you grabbed a cup of coffee. Maybe you're on your way to work. You've had your breakfast. Maybe you got your workout in. Regardless of what you're doing, I'm glad that you're tuning in to this episode of the podcast. Um, episode four, everybody. We're making strides, subtly but surely. Um, if you guys can tell by my voice right off the rip, this is my morning voice. Um, I typically sound like this when I can't clear my throat enough to sound like a normal human being. Probably going to be a bit deeper through the podcast, but I got my flask here, um, hopefully to clear my throat out as we move forward and just talk about some things today. <coughs> Excuse me. But this episode is probably going to be a bit more lighthearted um, than the last one. For those of you who listened to episode three of the podcast, you, you guys know we took a dive into my uh, my mental health a little bit, um, or at least where it was compared to two months from now when I went on that deployment. But here we are again mm. on a Saturday morning. And I figured I'd bring you guys this episode. Uh, I know you guys may have been expecting one this past Wednesday, um, but with my current work schedule, I didn't anticipate how difficult it was going to be to actually sit down, write a script, and put an episode out in the middle of the week. Um, so moving forward, it, it may be looking like some Saturday releases, um, or at least some weekend releases, you know, either on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. But if you guys would like to follow my socials to stay up to date with everything, on Instagram, it is rwalk underscore. That's R W A L K underscore. On Twitter as well, at Sir Reginald eighty um, one. That's S I R R E G I N A L D eighty one. <clears throat> I will give you guys my Snapchat, but most of you who are probably listening probably already get all the updates on my Snapchat, and that's where I post all of my my cringe thoughts, my external feelings, and, and some comedy sometimes. But you guys are here, so all the comedy that you'll, that you'll need will come from this podcast, so don't even trip. Um, like I said, today, though, today's going to be pretty pretty soft, uh, pretty light. Uh, my script this time around is actually a lot smaller. I actually haven't figured out what the title is going to be yet, because we're kind of just, we're kind of freeballing this, you know, just me swinging on this episode. Um, we'll run down the list of topics that we want to talk about, and we'll get to all of them eventually. Um, talk a little bit about sports today. Um, the NBA playoffs is my, my main focus. It's the only thing that's really going on right now. Um, probably a lot of rambling, and as I can already tell from the first two and a half minutes of this episode, there's going to be a lot of rambling. Probably also going to be a shorter episode as well. Um, uh, hopefully some laughs. I have that in italics, letters, and... Um, in parentheses because hopefully i can make you guys laugh today hopefully i always make you guys laugh in every episode um think about bullshit questions <laughs> this is actually what the script looks like that's actually in my 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 pen and pad here um pineapple on pizza hot girl summer in quotation marks <laughs> my plans for the summer um tiktok uh talk a little bit about astrology for all of my my unique ones um in the listening to the podcast this might be an episode that you enjoyed near the end um being too masculine and too feminine and we're gonna talk a little bit about pride month there at the end um so as you guys can tell really short script compared to what my script usually looks like i'll give you a little bit of insight with that um it's usually about roughly five to six pages of uh topics and subheaders and me going into detail about those things but today the complete opposite it's three quarters of a of a page with things I want to just lightly touch on. Um, so like I said, it's not going to be a full episode, probably not going to be a full hour long. I don't want to sit here and make you guys listen to this terrible morning voice I have. Um, 
So just going to come at you guys with some things today. Starting off first with the NBA playoffs, right? <clears throat> so if you guys are keeping up with this at all, um, the Lakers just got eliminated from the playoffs. It's the first time in LeBron James' career since he entered the league in 2003 that he's been eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. Now, for those of you who may have watched the NBA bubble when we were all still quarantining, um, the Lakers versus the Heat were the NBA Finals contestants, and the Lakers ended up coming out on top in a sweep. And <clears throat> the weird thing with this season, going from the from the bubble to back to arenas um, almost at full capacity, um, they only had a 71-day break in between. And I'm not trying to sit here and make an excuse for LeBron or make an excuse for the Heat this year who are also already out of the playoffs. But I will just say that that sounds like an absolute terrible turnaround. I, w- I couldn't imagine running an 82-game season um, right after, you know, coming off of an NBA championship, regardless of how valid you feel that that is. Um, this one's been an interesting interesting playoff so far. Some things we have learned um, – Trey Young is a force to be reckoned with. If you guys don't know who Trey Young is, Trey Young plays for the Atlanta Hawks. He is their point guard. I believe he was drafted in 20, 2019, I believe. Sorry. I, I'm waiting for my computer to boot up, so all of my facts are probably going to be a bit willy-nilly today. Um, but, yeah, Trey Young for the Atlanta Hawks. Absolute superstar in the making. This guy is is going to carry his team far. You know, I'm excited to see where he takes him. He just knocked off the New York Knicks in the first uh, first round. Also, the first playoffs Derrick Rose has been in since 2013. 13, uh, oh, yeah, 13, I believe. Um, but, yeah, that team, I hope, I hope to see him go far. I like the Atlanta Hawks. I like Trey Young. I like everything he stands for. And he's kind of the villain of this year's playoffs. Every year we have somebody to look forward to that we can count on to piss off a crowd by knocking off shots. Usually that spot is held by Steph Curry, I feel like. I feel like um, Steph is usually the guy that's just going to put up 30, 35 a game in the playoffs and, and, and look at your, your bench like, hey, I can't help they drafted me, you know? But um, also moving on to the Western Conference, um, not going to touch too much on the East because fuck the East, but on the West side, we got um, Luka Doncic, <clears throat> 22-year-old stud for the Dallas Mavericks. He's kind of like their point guard slash like small forward type deal. And this guy is going crazy. They're facing up against uh, the Clippers in the first round. I believe that series is still going on. I think currently they sit at two and two in the series. Um, Luca needs help. Needs help. Porzingis is is not not performing the way he should. Um, seven foot tall man putting up fucking six points a game. Now I'm pretty sure Mark Cuban himself could come from the Raptors and put on a better showing than what Porzingis is doing right now. He needs help. Clippers are kind of starting to get the ball together. They're moving things really well. Kawhi, PG, um, Pat Bev, obviously, just being a defensive pest. Um, Got to be honest, guys, those are the only few teams that I've really followed in the playoffs. Obviously, the Nets um, beat out the the Celtics, and I was there for game. I was actually there for game one of that, and you know that if you listen to episode three of the podcast, which if you haven't, what the fuck are you doing? Go check out episode three. But, um... But yeah, watch, watching those guys um, on the Nets, <clears throat> I think Kevin Durant, James Harden, and uh, Kyrie Irving, with alongside Blake Griffin, watching them guys do their thing and kind of the 
the expected winners, I think this is what a lot the team that a lot of people has picked to actually end up winning the um the NBA finals. And with the Suns performing the way that they're performing and just closing out LeBron in a four two series, um, to move on to the second round, it's a, it's pretty impressive and Devin Booker is coming to fruition, um and, and showing that the Suns are ones to look out for moving forward. Obviously, you still got the Denver Nuggets who are who are stacked with um, with Jokic and unfortunately Jamal Murray being out right now, and as well as the uh, who is it? Utah Jazz with mm, with Donovan Mitchell, <clears throat> um, their their shooting guard playing absolutely fantastic basketball, and then of course you got Rudy Gobert who's the man who originally shut down the NBA when he touched a whole bunch of mics during the peak of quarantine right in front of the press. What the fuck is this guy doing? I have no, I have no idea. Now, say what you want about LeBron James. I've been a fan of LeBron probably since about 2010. Um, <clears throat> actually, scratch that. Whatever, whatever year it was, he came to the Heat, which I believe was. Might have been 2010, 2011. So, yeah, that, that lines up about right. Biggest, fastest, strongest man in the league for a little over a decade now. And for the first time in his 18-year career, he's been put out in the first round. What a, what a feat. Um, but the good thing is, um, those who are fans of Michael Jordan, you guys kind of say that first-round playoffs aren't really a big deal, considering Michael Jordan had a shit ton of them. But um, I'm not here to sit here and shit talk. Michael Jordan... Um, fans or or down talk my lebron fans at all the thing with lebron fans is man we just get too crazy on twitter they be they be buzzing up they be trying to say off the wall shit they they make it really hard to be a lebron fan because part of the reason that i am a lebron james fan is the fact that he is the ideal role model right like i mentioned he's been in the league for 18 years now getting drafted in 2003 to, to 21 he's married to his high school sweetheart his a1 Day one, ride or die one that we wish we all had in Savannah James. And he's a, he's a role model for a father. And for those of you kind of like myself who didn't have a father for the entirety of his life, you can kind of resonate with LeBron a little bit, who has always, you know, been raised in a single mother household. Um, <clears throat> it's a spectacle to see. It's amazing to see that somebody going through the trials and tribulations that he faced growing up, just a kid from Akron, Ohio, coming up and being the role model father that he is it's it's amazing to see and it kind of puts a little bit of of hope in the hearts of those like myself and like maybe some of you guys out there um who may not have had that growing up and you may be a bit scared to kind of grow up and and raise your kids with without having that father figure constantly around in your life now don't get me wrong my dad was um my dad was in my life um up until I was about 13 years old him and my mom um, unfortunately got divorced, you know, life happens, shit happens. But, um, after that, that was right around the time I moved in with my grandparents. And you guys would know all these things. If you go back and listen to episode one through three of the take walk podcast, if you haven't, what are you doing? Get it together. I'm going to, I'm going to get off this podcast. I'm going to cry. If you guys haven't listened to them, I can see the analytics. I can see them. You guys need to go check those episodes out. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- that is a fear that we have as men that, we we may not grow up to emulate our fathers in the good ways because growing up I, I think everybody sees like the good and the bad of their of their parents and their relationship as it unfolds and 
you, you learn what's right and what's what's wrong in terms of being relationships, like looking at them and then, of course, how you raise the kids. So I think if you had a father that was a bit absent, that's definitely a fear that you have. And, and on the on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, I, I feel like I grew up to be a, a pretty good kid. Um, I, I learned right from wrong pretty, pretty quickly. Um, when growing up with a black dad, you kind of don't have a fucking choice <laughs> because they, they're going to teach you right or wrong one way or another. Um, quick, quick story time. Um, I remember one time I was like six or seven years old and I had, uh, the family was going to the beach and I had these like little swim shoes. Like uh, if you guys grew up, you had like those little, not flip flops, but like maybe something you wear with like uh, scuba gear type, scuba gear type deal. Um, I lost one of them right before we were supposed to go to the beach. And I remember my dad sat me on the couch and he was like, you're going to find that shoe. And, um, eventually after I found the other shoe, he took the shoe and then whooped my ass. <laughs> my dad plays no games back then. He was like, I bet you'll never fucking lose that shoe again. And I was like, dad, you're absolutely right. At six, or seven years old, I'd already learned you know, a couple lessons. Um, but I turned out to be a, an okay kid. You know, I don't condone beating kids nowadays. It's probably not how I'm going to be as a dad. Um, I feel like my voice is enough to, like, you know, put a little bit of fear in them without having to put my hands on them because I don't everyone thinks to come to that. Um, but, yeah, I I feel like that's at least a fear of mine. I don't know about to, to all the men out there who listen to this podcast. Um you're not really sure how you want to raise your kids. And obviously you're going to have a wife, right? You're not doing this completely alone, or at least I hope for your guys' sake that none of you guys have to raise any children by yourself. Um, but I'm sure we're all going to turn out to be perfectly fine. This was actually a topic of conversation that me and my, um, one of my best friends from <clears throat> back home, um, Stephen, we've had this conversation a lot is that growing up when we grew up, uh, it was normal, you know, to, to put your hands on your kids, to fucking yell at your kids and, and put them down and do all these crazy things to them because it wasn't as well documented um, all those years ago like it is now. I mean, you know, every nine-year-old is running around with a phone and a tablet in his hands. But um, how do you grow up with that turning out to be fine? How do you give that that normalcy to life and, and turning out to be a good individual without putting them through the things that we have been through? Um, considering that's obviously not the plan, right? I don't want to have to like be a dad and like have to beat my kid for him to turn out normal. Um, so it, it, it's a tough mix. Like you want your kids to have those that common sense, that that street smarts, the the book smarts, just the overall well roundedness of being a good human being, right? How do you do that without giving them the childhood that we had? So I think that's going to be difficult. But um, maybe when that time comes, we'll figure it out. <clears throat> I got to find a woman who loves me first. <laughs> I'm laughing, uh, <clears throat> but thank God this is an audio podcast because you guys can't see the tears streaming down my face right now, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not freaking out, <clears throat> but I do got to find somebody who actually wants to put up with me long enough for maybe an ice cream date and before I start thinking about kids. And I'm only 22. Granted, your boy was low-key trying to have... Um, kids at like 25 yeah 20 25 26 27 something like that i feel like it's a normal age to want kids and mm, 
for those of you who maybe are listening to the podcast and you don't have kids and you're like 30 or something, don't even trip because I don't think I'm going to find anybody to reproduce my ugly ass anyway. So, hey, best of luck moving forward to each and every one of you guys. Um, Damn, see, yeah, probably a lot of rambling already off to a hot start. We started off with the NBA playoffs, somehow got into whooping our kids' ass and women that won't love me. But hey, hey, it's okay. It's okay. We're going to get to where we want to be by the end of this podcast, all right? Um, moving away from that a little bit, um, let's just let's just sit here and vibe, right? Let's sit here and just talk about some bullshit questions. Um, pineapple on pizza. Here's the thing. If you eat pineapples on your pizza, chances are you're a serial killer. Now you're probably thinking, James, James, but but it's it's sweet and and sa- and savory and it's salty and it's, you get the crunch with the prep. Shut the fuck up, okay? I get it. I get what the what it would entice somebody to want to fucking eat pineapples on pizza. All right. <clears throat> Same thing with like M and M's and popcorn. Get a little bit of sweet, a little bit of salty. End of the day, hell no. Some things work, some things don't. Now, personally, I am a fan of, um, what's that shit called? Meat Lover's Pizza? You guys ever had Meat Lover's Pizza? Maybe not for some of my vegetarians out there, but let me tell you, if you're a vegetarian or you're vegan and you're like, you know, I like pizza, just, just, just try it. It's like sausage, ham, um, beef, and pepperoni. Oh, God, it's a gift. The gift from the gods. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I have this stuff on here, guys. I promise you, this is going to be a really all over the place episode. Holy shit, I can already feel it. It's going to be really short, too. Um, so we're going to go ahead and move on <laughs> from pineapples on pizza. I just had to throw that in there for those of you who do like pineapple on pizza. Just wanted you to absolutely know, I hate you. Um, <laughs> hot, hot girl summer, right? This Now, this is, a, this is one of the big topics of discussion. Hot Girl Summer. Coin turned by Megan the Stallion herself. Is in a relationship. That's right, ladies. Take a second. Breathe that in. The woman who coined the term Hot Girl Summer. In a relationship. Now let's talk about what Hot Girl Summer actually means versus what it means to the to the all the hot girls out there, right? Or at least I say actually, but I think I, I mean my interpretation of, of what Hot Girl Summer means. So Hot Girl Summer, for those of you who don't know, is comes from um, Megan Thee Stallion, who basically means live your best life, right? Do all the things during the summer that you wouldn't typically do the other nine months out of the year, right? Travel, work out, get in your bag, get in your duffy. Make this bread. Do all these things. Go to the beach. Have 30 men in your phone. <laughs> and put on your, your baddest bathing suit. Go out. Maybe have a girl's trip. Go to fucking Miami. Um, Cali. Just maybe even outside the country. Go to the Bahamas or something. Go do some quote unquote high girl shit. Now... Here's my thing with Hot Girl Summer, right? And you guys know, I don't cast any judgment on anybody who steps foot into this podcast. 
but I just wanted to set that precedent. Now, with Hot Girl Summer, I get it. I get it. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out and just sleep with a bunch of dudes um, or have, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 dudes lining up to, to hit you up and, and hit you with a you up text. You know, <laughs> oh, look at me with the bars. Um, but I, but I, I guess that's what a lot of people interpret it as um, instead of, you know, chasing your bag, getting your Duffy, um, going to the gym. And, and living your best life. Now, living your best life, right? Whatever that means to you, do that. If it makes you happy, do that. Now, on the flip side of hot girl summer, right? There is mm, hot boy summer or city boy summer. I, I still don't get this thing. You guys know if you've listened to the episodes this far. I am, I'm an old soul, right? So all, all the, these terms don't don't exactly mean much to to me um i i not that i don't get them because i kind of get the premise of of what they mean but me personally i'm there. there's times where i be with that quote-unquote hot boy shit and the other times i just don't <laughs> i got seen a tweet that was like hey yo hot, hot boy summer is, is in effect but we spending it outside you feel me <laughs> or inside we spend the hot boy summer in bed and that's definitely me because my schedule now being back home station, I work seven thirty to four thirty Monday through Friday, and I do have my weekends off. But after working that schedule, you're just like, Ugh, I don't really have time to be a hot boy. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna go to the gym, and and that's it. And I'm just gonna chase this guaranteed bag working with the government. Um, but this is the first summer back since the pandemic. You know, we had uh, an actual summer in 2019. Unfortunately, COVID wouldn't let us do the things that we wanted to do. And and now we're back. Go to the beach. Go to the gym. Go to your job. Your J-O-B. And go have a good time. Go do all those things. Maybe visit family, visit friends you ain't seen in a while. Do all those things. Whatever's going to make you happy this summer. Do that. <clears throat> but while while we're kind of on the sub, sub, subject... A subject, Jesus Christ! I can tell it's early. I haven't even had my coffee this morning. I do have my water here though. Mm. Back on that subject of of high girl summer for just a second. Um, let's kind of let's kind of mold it right. Let's maneuver it a little bit. Um, I don't I don't really know how I want to explain this, but fuck it. All right, let's just let's just dive into it. This is this is gonna play into. Um, nah, I don't even know if I want to talk about. It. You, you know what? It's gonna be a weird segue. Women's rights, right? Or actually, let's just talk about women. Let's not even go as deep as the women's rights. Let's talk about women for a second. Now, ladies, I love you, and I want you. <laughs> I love you, and I want you. Um, I'm on your guys' side. I am a feminist to a degree. <laughs> mm. I think women are equal and identical. Now, you may be wondering, James, doesn't fucking equal and identical mean the exact same thing? No, it's not. Men and women should be equal, but we are not identical. 
terms of genes and how we look and things like that. Equal just means that they deserve the same things that we do, deserve the same rights and that that men do. Um, and unfortunately, we're not seeing that in this day and age. Now, granted, we are making strides as women. Yes, I, I'm with you guys. We, that's right, I'm on y'all side. We are making strides to make sure that women are in a better place to succeed than they have may have even been five years, a decade, 20 years ago. You guys, here, here's the thing about women. Um, y'all are some, y'all are some bosses. Y'all, y'all do badass shit. Like, thinking about shit like OnlyFans, right? Women have found a way, outside of stripping, to use their bodies the way they want to and make a fucking bag off of it. Guys, hold on. Let me, I'm going to pull up some some statistics for OnlyFans. For, for those of you who don't know, OnlyFans is like a um, a, a subscription-based service that men or women or whatever you identify as, uh, they go on there and they typically post things um, that you wouldn't get on like their, their normal socials, their, um, like their public socials, right? So, and it's a way for fans to interact um, with their subscribers and there's a bit of a um stigma that goes along with OnlyFans, and that it's like only posted for um nude content or women taking off their clothes and performing sexual acts or deviant acts or whatever the fuck you want to call it guys look it's early in the morning don't don't sit here and bash me about my vocabulary but they're they're in their bag, right? Like th- this stat right here. In March 2020, Mashable r- reported that OnlyFans had 26 million registered users. However, by late August of 2020, Variety reported that OnlyFans now have more than 50 million registered users. And I expect that has something to do with the boom and and COVID and people spending a lot of time on their phones and things like that. Um, but yeah, women, you guys are in your bag. Fucking OnlyFans, man. Look, if I loved my body enough to like put myself out there like that oh or if i had a following oh my god guys i'll put all my pride to the side i i you know i i spread a leg you know <laughs> i'd let the angle dangle you know <laughs> oh god i almost choked y'all would catch me on only fans that's that's some boss boss ass shit that y'all doing um because here's the thing, right? The fact that, or not the fact, but the, the reason that things like OnlyFans or like private Snapchats and, and shit like Instagram is booming is because, let's face it, the woman's body is a work of art. And I've had this conversation with friends in the past. There's just something so beautiful um, about women's body, not even just to look at, like, I'm not sitting here talking about the chest or the butt and things like that, but like, <clears throat> they, that, that's how we reproduce, man. That's where we get our babies from. Like what? Like you carry a child, an embryo, carry a, 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 a baby, a human being for nine months. That's some, 
That's some alien type shit. Like, that's fucking... I don't know. Have you guys ever tried to wrap your minds around mirth? Like, like really, you know? Man, woman, boom, boom, boom. A couple sweaty sessions later, a couple nine months later, boom, you got a kid. A woman's body will hold a child and use nutrients that the that the woman intakes herself to feed not only her but her baby as well. Cause it's like while the while the bun is in the oven, you can't just you know you don't ever just set a bun in the oven. You don't ever just put some shit in the oven. You gotta fucking make some shit on the side, right? You gotta put some things in there. You, you can't just you don't just cook and not make sides. You don't have a steak without mashed potatoes. You don't have a a hot dog without baked beans. You got to do some extra shit on the side. You got to feed that child while it's in there. So you're not only feeding yourself, but you're feeding the baby as well. And that is dog. And then the vagina, right? (sighs) Guys, after carrying that baby for nine months, women proceed to then push those little sex trophies out of their vagina. I'm sorry if this word makes you guys uncomfortable, but I'm a grown man. <laughs> We're going to talk about this on a grown man's podcast. But, yeah, okay, maybe maybe I'm not going to go too deep into it because I was about to say some off the wall shit. <laughs> I was going to say some shit that was out of pocket. But <clears throat> we'll, avoid, we'll avoid that part. But just the woman's body in general is, is magnificent to look at. And that's why you get these, these booms and subscriptions-based services like OnlyFans where men want to marvel in it and they want to interact with the person that they're subscribing to. Um, and I think that's what people needed during COVID, right? Was, um, you know, just a way to interact with people. And for some people, that was video games. Some people, that was like Twitter, social media, things like that. And for some people, it was OnlyFans. And now, yes, I understand that there are men, women, or whatever you identify as, all all on the app, you know. But I just want to talk about the women here specifically because we're talking about, you know, high girl summer. <clears throat> I'm curious to see now with... Um, COVID kind of dropping. Does um, do we see less less people on that um, on that app? You know, because everybody's going back outside, and there's other ways to interact with with people now. So, the number one creator on OnlyFans is, is somebody by the name of Monica Holt or Miss Swedish Bella. And no, I don't know that because I'm subscribed. I have my computer here. If you're listening, hear those clicks. That's that's me on my computer, um, but I am typing with one hand. I'm just playing. Miss um, Swedish Bella is one of the platform's most successful creators, making a six-figure salary from her work there. Wow. Holt explained to Business Insider exactly what her working day involves and how she makes her living selling adult content. I guess that's what I should have called it. Adult content on OnlyFans. I'm not sure to what extent this means. Is it like, is it? Pornhub that you pay for, um, I I don't know, but guys, six figures. A one, sorry if you guys hear those sirens in the background. I do live on base. Um, six figures, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six. Six figures selling adult content. People willing to pay to look at her body and shit. I don't I don't blame them to a degree. And, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I can't cut those sirens out of this podcast. But, fuck, those are so loud. Um, what, 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 what to marvel at, right, other than a woman's body? And, guys, I just want you to know that I don't, <clears throat> I don't say those things to be creepy, right? Because creepy men creep me the fuck out. 
especially being in the military. There's a lot of creepy sons of bitches out here. I'm on your guys' side. I look at a woman's body from a place of respect and admiration because simply wow, right? I mean, guys, if if you're a man and you listen to this podcast, just just go get naked and, and look in front of the mirror, right? Now think about your girlfriend or your wife or your your fiance, whatever the case may be. Think think about how you look at each other naked, right? <sighs> Completely different. I mean, the men's bodies, we don't do too much special shit. We really don't. We piss and we shit and and we fall asleep on the couch or in our rocking chair. That's it. That's all we really do. I mean, we give the ingredients to fucking. <laughs> oh God! I just said ingredients. We we have the the other reproduction tool that it takes the the sperm, if you will, to you know obviously create the child and bring life into this this planet. Oh God! Hold on, let me take a second to bounce back from that because that was fucking hilarious. I just said ingredients. <laughs> But there's nothing special, really, that that we do. We don't have to carry a child. We don't go through periods, and and we don't menstruate and thing things like that. Like, we're. I think that that comes down to the fact that like men are just really simple creatures. <clears throat> you know, there's as me. Yeah, I'm, I can only speak from this part from a personal experience. But for me, like, um, I'm very simple when it comes to like being like with a woman. Um, it's you need like love, compassion, affection, compromise, and sacrifice, right? Those are the things that like I need, <clears throat> and I feel like with at least some of the women that like I've been with and dated in in my past, they just need so much more, man. Nothing wrong with that because I'm gonna do it, and I want to do it. Don't get it twisted, but it's just like damn, like if it was me, dude, like if if it like relationships ran the way that like in my head I think the way they should be it'd be so simple hey you wanna go get some food yeah alright let's go get some food hey do you wanna go out on a date you wanna watch a movie or something yeah we can, we can go do that you wanna go dress up and go to a nice dinner yeah sure oh you want random flowers you know at your work in front of your coworkers? so you can be like oh my god you have the best boyfriend in the world I'm gonna do that it's all simple but then there comes those little intricacies right those little nuances that men sometimes don't really want to do. If it was up to all men, I think men in general, we would we would sit on the couch with our, our person and we'd cook dinner and we'd go to sleep. And, you know, maybe some, some hanky-panky in between. Real simple. Nah, not women. You guys need a lot of things. Some of you don't. That's fine. Goodbye, you guys. But as men, we are just simple creatures. Even down to the body, of course. We don't do much. Um, wow, I know the women who are usually like, men ain't shit are listening to this episode. And she's, you guys are like, you know what? Walker is proving my point that men ain't shit. <laughs> and that's not the point I'm trying to get across here. I'm not trying to fucking... I'm on your side, but just not maybe when it comes to men ain't shit. <clears throat> because... I don't personally take offense to the men ain't shit thing, but I just know it comes, sorry, it comes with a malicious intent sometimes, and it's like, sometimes you guys really mean that, like, you just don't like men, and if you don't, that's cool, that's perfectly fine to not like men if you're a woman, and if you're a man if you don't like women, 
And what a perfect segue into um, Pride Month. Let's talk about Pride Month a little bit. Um, Pride Month. Month month of June. Whatever month we're in right now. Um, it is a way to celebrate the LGBTQ plus community or the alphabet gang. Sorry if that's disrespectful. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to be that way. Guys, just know I love everybody and I'm on everybody's side. We all know somebody out there who may identify as one thing. Um, If you're a man, you might identify as a woman. If you're a woman, you might identify as a man. You you got those people out there who are, you know, I think, you know, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, uh, queer, and then plus... I'm pretty sure I, don't, I actually don't know to the extent of what the plus means. Maybe it means like just plus more things. I don't know. Plus more people. I don't I don't know what the plus stands for. All right. But <clears throat> let's take the time to actually like celebrate those. I don't know. It, the Pride Month gives us time to celebrate and ravel in the steps that we are making as a society to accept everybody regardless of race, color, ethnicity, um, sexual orientation, any of those things. And me, personally, I have a lot of gay friends. I have a lot of, well, not, maybe not a lot of bisexual friends, but I have people who are lesbian, you know, gay, bisexual, uh, bisexual. I know people in my life who are transgender, and I love them all the same. Because here's the thing, boys and girls, I'm not, I'm not the most religious guy in the world, but if, you know, if you believe in God or whatever your higher calling is, I'm I'm pretty sure at some point in whatever religion, it comes down to this. Love everybody, right? No judgment. No judgment casts. I know when I was I was big into to God and, and Christianity and my religion, you know, only God can judge me was my thing. And for those of you out there who may still believe in that, you know, no knock on you whatsoever. Believe what you want to believe wholeheartedly. But that's what it comes down to, Right? Love everybody. And and that's the way I just live my life as a human being. And I think that's the way that we should all live it. And Pride Month gives us a time to <clears throat> really reflect on how far we've come and be proud of the advances that we're making. Because here's the thing, right? If you're homophobic, you can honestly stop listening to the podcast right now. Simple. Like, that's that's how serious I take caring for other individuals. Um, because I know so many in my life and... They may not have always been a part of the LGBTQ um, community, but at this point they are now. And I will love them and treat them the same now than I did before they they may have came out and taken that step. And I encourage all of you guys to at least try to do the same because I'm not going to come on here and try to push my values and my ideals on everybody. Um, But it's not an ideal to treat human beings the way that they should be treated. That's basic. It should be basic human instinct because it's basic human right to be treated equally, fairly, just like we were talking about with women. Guys got to be equal. They deserve, everybody deserves all the same rights as everybody else. That's what equality is. And if you guys have a problem with um, things like Pride Month, Black History Month, um, Pacific Islanders Appreciation Month, things of that nature, fuck off. Disrespectfully. Stop listening to my podcast. This is, 
there's just, there's only few things there's only few hills that I would die on and treating human beings regardless of where they come from and their backgrounds I won't tolerate much or I'll tolerate a lot but but that's the hill I'll die on is treating human beings the way they should be and if you can take anything from this episode of the podcast it's that if you have friends who may be a part of the community tell them you love them tell them that you support them and all their decisions, regardless if it may go against anything that you believe in. Take time to appreciate them. And shit. Elton John was gay. Or bisexual or something like that. Don't we all love Elton John? Because if you don't, you're lying. Come on. I'm still standing? Come on now. Stop it. Elton John's most successful song? Your song? Shit. Rocket Man? Come on, tell me y'all not fucking with Rocket Man. And you lying if you sitting here and telling me that you have not listened to Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. Come on, son. Yeah, I'm going to take... Yeah, all of y'all. Y'all was lit. Then y'all found out he was gay and y'all were like... Some people were like, uh... I don't know. Come on now. You guys... And you, you, yeah, come on now. Lil Nas X, fucking banger. Montero, that song, Call Me By Your Name. Call me when you want, call me when you need. Call me in the morning, I'll be on the way. Y'all already know what it is, man. Stop capping. Can't be, can't be hypocrite. You can't not, not mess with your homie because he like sleeping with dudes. Be like, nah, bro, that's gay. I don't like that shit. And then you be listening to Old Town Road on the way to work. Come on, son. What are you doing? Get it together. I'm actually not super um, <clears throat> well-versed on gay entertainers. I mean, because it's not a big deal. Uh, or any any performer entertainer who may be part of the LGBTQ. Um, I'm not, like, super um, knowledgeable on everybody. Mainly because I just treat them like they're human beings. And I just look at them like, oh, I don't really care about their sexual orientation oh clay aiken oh come on son y'all not rocking with clay clay aiken stop it get some help like like uh michael jordan said get some help but yeah that's where i stand on those things um and it's pretty cool just for a quick second to have a podcast where i can come on here and tell people like my views and if you don't agree that's fine you know do your own thing but if you are maybe homophobic, or you don't like the LGBTQ, or you don't support them, yeah, you get the fuck out of here. So have a listen. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy it's Pride Month. Um, I'm, ha- I'm happy we get to celebrate these types of things. I kind of look forward to things like this. Um, just because I do have a lot of close and personal friends who grew up and turned out to to be possibly bisexual or gay or you know whatever the case may be, and they they've texted me personally on the side, you know, in years prior and just been like, "Yeah, you know, I'm you know, I'm 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 gay now, but I don't want to like tell people or I don't want to come out and and do like face the the wrath of 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 what my people may think about me and I know it, for me it, personally, I I've, I've experienced a lot of um my 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 black friends, my African American friends who came out to um you know, turned out to, to be gay. Um, 
And of course, they've they've probably been that way their whole life and just haven't known it. I say that as respectfully as I can. Um, but and it's especially difficult for them because um, most of them grew up in, you know, religious religious homes where for some reason that was frowned upon, even though if I remember correctly, the Bible specifically says not to judge people and to love thy neighbor regardless. I don't know the fucking words, but y'all know it was something like that. And so I, I know that those times can be tough. Um, you know, I, I don't hope any um, m- malicious intent on anybody who, who decides to, to come out and live life the way that they they believe their life should be lived. And that's why I'm saying I like I like Pride Month. I like months like this that gives people an opportunity to just show support for for things that may not have been cool, not cool, but may not have been acceptable. You know, a decade ago, shit, five years ago, two years ago, three years ago, whatever the case may be. So, if you have somebody who's part of that community, tell them you love them, tell them you support them, <clears throat> tell them the tribe is gonna be there for them, regardless of of what others may think. Um, alongside that, let's talk about being too masculine and and too feminine, real quick, right? Um, me personally, I grew up. Uh, I'm the youngest of four. Um, as you guys may know, and I grew up with two sisters, a brother and my mom. So there's a lot of testosterone or not testosterone. Sorry, ladies, estrogen, a lot of estrogen in the household. And I grew up doing all kind of quote unquote girly shit. I played with Barbies. My sister had a karaoke machine. I love karaoke. Shit. Beyonce, Missy Elliott was rocking with all of that. I was playing with brats, like in little Barbie dream houses and shit. Watching, shit, watching Bratz on TV. Hell, I don't care. I used to paint my nails. I used to shake my ass. I still shake my ass. Shit, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, come on. I'm shaking some ass. Believe that. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> I am a bad bitch. Okay, stop playing with me. But I grew up doing those things, right? And so, like, in today's society where people are a little bit, you know, touchy and subjects like that. Like, oh, brother, you... You a brother. You can't be out here shaking no ass, and you can't be out here doing. Man, fuck that. Look, all my all my brothers, all my men out there. If you want to shake a little ass after a couple shots of some Ciroc, or maybe a, a fancy drink with an umbrella in it, do that. Live your best fucking life. Cause like we talked about in the last episode, this is your life to live, and nobody else's. Do things that fucking make you laugh. Do things that make you happy. Don't sit around doing shit because you think that's what everybody else wants you to do. Do that. Do your little white girl dance in the club with some Olivia Rodrigo. Come on. Do that. Listen to Doja Cat. Get get in touch with your feminine side, fellas. Stop trying to conform and be hard because as men, we supposed to be fucking providers and gangsters and fucking entrepreneurs and shit. Do what you want to do, bro. If it make you happy to go out there on the dance floor and drop that thunder da go do that. I highly encourage that. Because I will tell you, in my past experiences, there's nothing more than a woman loves than being with somebody who is, A, goofy, two, in touch with their feminine side, and three, not too damn masculine. Nobody, Nobody's trying to date fucking Brock Lesnar, all right? Nobody's trying to date Bear Grylls. Be yourself. 
Do that shit because you want to do it because it makes you laugh and because it makes you happy. Because me personally, that's that works like a charm every time. You and a girl are having a conversation, and you're like, girl, I love them shoes. Where do you get this outfit from? Shit works like a charm. And I don't do it because I think it it picks up women or it's my way to get in, um, get in my foot in the door with them. But that's just because how I am. I'm in touch with my family side. Growing up with sisters and a mom, and I used to live with my grandma. I don't have time to sit around and, and try to act like I'm a manly man. Like I can fix a carburetor and um, install a, a radio in your car or fucking build you a, a table from toothpicks and, and, and old Q-tips and shit. No, not not doing that. I am a, I'm a man, yes. But do I enjoy some some feminine shit? It it do. Am I afraid to cry? No, not afraid to cry. Shit. I love, um, what what, what them drinks called? Damn, pina coladas. I love margaritas. All the, anything, any drink I can put an umbrella in. Put it on me. Put it on me. <laughs> yeah, fellas, just. Just don't be out here trying to be the fucking most manly man in the world. Some women do want that, yes. But I, me personally, I find my more success, success when I'm just being myself. And if that includes maybe saying some shit that is considered to be feminine or some shit that I shouldn't be doing just because I'm a man, fuck it. I'm going to do it regardless because that's just who I am, you know? Um, <clears throat> and and I think TikTok is, TikTok is helping bringing all of these things to light. Um Cause you got, you know, you got men on there dancing like white women in the club. You got, you know, 15 year old white girls crumping in, in dance groups, getting hyped up by the crowd. It is it, really bringing to light how luckily kids are growing up in this generation with the platform like TikTok that is giving them an avenue to express themselves in ways that they may not typically do socially or you know out with other people because it's just it's things are becoming more and more ex- accepted as times move on and I think that's fantastic um I think giving the younger generation uh, an outlet to express themselves is healthy and I think TikTok does a great job of it obviously TikTok has its, its downfalls as well but so does every social media app but I'm glad for those of uh, of those out there who are using it for the right reasons, um, you they're they're doing exactly that. Speaking of TikTok, by real quick, if you guys want to follow me on TikTok, I'm at seventeen thousand followers. Um, baby face walk, B A B Y F A C E W A L K. You guys can go drop a follow on that as well. I drop bangers once in a blue moon. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I know I know especially during quarantine, like TikTok was like big for me. I think I downloaded in like September, October of uh, 2019. And then boom, as the pandemic hit, I was on TikTok all the fucking time. I was looking at all the dance trends and all the fashion icons and all the, you know, I'm on like gym TikTok and shit like that. And then I started making TikToks and, you know, boom, one really big TikTok later, 17,000 followers later, you know, I'm still trucking, still watching everybody live their best lives. Um, and it's also a way for people to express their creative side. Um, I know I have a lot of creative ideas myself, um, and as well as this podcast. Podcast was also influenced heavily by TikTok because I do follow a lot of people on there, and seeing how 
uh, fans respond in their comments to, you know, things that they may say or advice that they may give. It, it kind of influenced me to be like, hey, you know what, maybe I can try my hand at this podcast thing. And, and thankfully so far, you guys have been um, really receptive to um, this podcast so far. I got a lot of really great feedback from you guys and, you know, kind of the same comments that I see on those videos on podcast clips on TikTok. You guys send me some of those same types of messages. I know you guys like look forward to this. Um, so super thankful to be in this spot and TikTok played a played a hand in actually getting me here to this to where I am today in this podcast. Um, I wish I could fact check how many times I say podcast during my podcast. I feel like it's a fucking lie. I feel like it's almost too many times. But whatever. Um, <clears throat> yeah, mo- moving on. We'll we'll just go ahead and segue. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. It's, it's early Saturday. I'm just not feeling, not feeling like breaking down the whole script. These segues might be terrible. Um, astrology, right? Energy, chakra, manifesting. I'm gonna talk about this really quick before we, before we round out today's episode. To those women out there that love astrology, and you're asking. What time was I born? What's my sign? All of that. I just want to tell you. I love you. <laughs> and I want you. <laughs> hey, man, look, fellas. Hey, if you're not sharp with astrology and your birth clock and retrograde and all these things like that, tighten your ass up. Do better. All my all the shorties I know that that are into astrology in in some way, shape, or form. Some of the coolest individuals I've ever met in my life. Holy hell, they they just they they open your eyes to things, right? And they be pulling out the fucking the tarot reading cards, be letting you know what your future gonna be like, help you battling decisions that you need to make. Hey, if you don't believe in all that stuff, cool. But I will say, if you don't believe in it, and you haven't tried it. The least you should do is try it one time. Meet one of the unique shorties. Let them pull out them tarot cards. Change your motherfucking life, I promise you. Have you believe in you got a third eye and shit? All that stuff. I had a friend right now who gave me a tarot reading the other day. Coolest shit in the world. I swear to God, it was like... Sorry, my laptop is on now. It's exactly what was going on in my life. And the cards don't lie. It's the heart of the cards. Like they used to say in Yu-Gi-Oh, the heart of cards. It was a spot on. I can't, t- I can't go into depth about exactly what each tarot card meant um, right now because this was like a week ago and I have shitty memory. But it, for the moment, it was like spot on to like things like I was going through in my life and it was super cool like to go through because I'm big into like energy, right? Like I said, energy, chakra, and manifesting. I believe if you put things out into the universe, um, and you put the energy in to manifest and make those things become a reality, I believe the universe will speak back to you and um, give you everything you, you want and, you, and that you're looking for. But you have to manifest that thing. Manifest that thing. Put that energy out there. <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> because as I've gotten older, um, I will admit, um, I have strayed a bit away from, um, you know, my religion that I grew up with. Um being Christianity, um, and I'm not, I'm not sure why that is, maybe it has something to do with the depression and being down, like, on my hopes, but I've kind of just embodied this new energy, right, this 
this new putting things out into the universe and letting the universe speak back to me. Um, it's a very loosey-goosey way of living. Um, it doesn't put too much hope in being a certain way because I feel like, you know, um, for me personally, like if, if I had constantly been religious, I would blame a lot of my trials and tribulations on um, a higher power. And, you know, even at that, even if I was, uh, you know, still wholehearted Christian, I would feel bad for blaming a higher power, excuse me, for those things instead of taking accountability for my own actions and, and living this the way that I do now gives me a chance to be hold myself accountable instead of blaming it on somebody else or when things go really good being like oh thank god like you did this for me like now it's like i put in the work and the effort to make this thing come true and now here it is um that here it is for me you know i I did the work i put these things here for me you know I'm, i'm lucky to be in those situations um also with energy i don't surround myself anybody who has bad energy now i know some of you guys are probably thinking you know james you sound like a bitch (laughs) talking about energy relax all right it's not that deep just like i if i don't like you it's not because i don't like you personally it's because your energy is off i'm not going to surround myself with negative energy i encourage you guys to take a look into that um as well you know the astrology time you're born things like that manifesting put it out in the universe because if you only speak negative things in your life typically you're going to see negative things come back to you and obviously things like karma shit like that treat people the way they should be treated Mm. but holy cow i've actually managed to do an hour of rambling didn't expect to do this um this was wow this episode was kind of everywhere i'm sorry about that this was the shit gave me whiplash bouncing everywhere the way i did because i was just i just wanted to come on here honestly this episode and just talk about um kind of of just talk about bullshit just kind of sit here and maybe put some things into y'all's minds that you wanted to think about um you know as you as you move on to the weekend you go into the week or whenever you listen listen to this episode of the podcast um Yeah, we were going to have a lot of fun, hopefully have some laughs, hopefully make you guys think about a thing or two. But we are coming to a close of the um, episode four of the Take a Walk podcast. Thank you guys for putting on your, your tennis shoes and taking a walk with me. See you guys in the next one. Oh, moving forward, um, since I am back home station, we will be having guest stars and guest hosts on this show. I guess they're the same thing. We'll be having guest hosts on the show moving forward. And I'm really excited for who you guys are going to get on this episode next Saturday at the Tech Walk Podcast. Really looking forward to recording that episode once this person gets back. And yeah, so we got some pretty cool things coming. And I'll also be going to Florida. That's back home for me at the end of this month. So you guys are going to get to hear from the Jackson, the Chases, the Johns, the Lukes, the Stevens that you guys have heard about in this podcast prior and episodes prior. So you guys are going to get to hear from them and we're all going to get to sit around and and talk about, you know, just things that guys talk about. Those episodes will probably be a little bit longer, but nah, more rambling. Stop it. Guys, thanks for tuning in to the Take a Walk podcast, episode four. We will see you in episode five next week. And yeah, tell somebody you love them. Tell somebody you appreciate them. Be good people. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.